0: What is up you guys, it is me, your buddy Nessa, better known as Great Love, 91 on Twitter and this is a very special edition of Squared Circle Addicts. Now when something like this happens in the wrestling industry or the wrestling world, whatever you want to call it, it's never fun to report. It's never something that anybody wants to report, uh, but I feel that as someone who loves women's wrestling dearly, I feel like I would be very remiss not to have done a special podcast episode dedicated in memory to Ashley Massaro. Uh, For those of you who do not know and might be out of the loop, Ashley Masaro was a Diva Search winner in 2005, um, and she passed away yesterday at the age of 39, leaving behind one daughter, uh, who, was 18 year- who is 18 years old, excuse me, um, and at first it was unclear of how she passed away, but it is being reported that it was a suicide, which is a very tragic thing, and it's something that we have been seeing a lot of lately, especially within the entertainment industry, and without sounding cheesy or, you know, doing one of those trope things, you know, saying the thing that everybody always says, um, I do want to say that, you know, if you're out there, and if you're... Feeling the same way that Ashley may have felt, the way that many people may have felt. Um, You know, seek help, because there's people out there that care. Um, I know for a fact that I've been in that place before, that dark place where you think that, you know, ending your life is the only solution because you're in so much pain And it almost seems like nothing is going to help Uh, and that no matter what you do, no matter how good your life is, it's not going to change. You know, obviously I don't know what Ashley was going through and what she was feeling, but, um, you know, tragically she's no longer with us uh, because her demons caught up to her and we all have demons and nobody is perfect. Everybody in this world is fighting a battle that we may not see. Um, So, you know, if you're out there and if you're listening to this podcast, I just want to personally extend my words. And I want to let you guys know that if you ever need someone to talk to, if you ever feel alone, if you feel down, I'm here for you. You can direct message me on Instagram, direct message me on Twitter. Again, that's at greatlove Ninety One. Honestly, I don't care. I don't care if we've talked before. I don't care if we're perfect strangers. Reach out to me at least, you know, because I'll talk to you. I'll be there for you. Again, I I know what that's like. I know what it feels like to feel alone and to feel like nothing is changing, to feel like you're stuck. But let me tell you, there is hope, and I am a prime example of that. Um, Without getting, you know, too much into it because I don't want to make this about me. This is supposed to be about Ashley. Um in 2011, I lost my mother. And that was till this day the hardest thing I have ever had to endure. You know, I would even top that above, you know, being born with cerebral palsy and having to navigate through life being, you know, confined to a wheelchair because Even though that is difficult and still is difficult, uh, losing my mom was much more difficult. And when I lost my mom, I didn't only lose my mom, I also lost my best friend, the one person that I felt that loved me without any questions and, you know, no uh, reservations. And so when that happened, I felt very lost and I felt like, my life didn't have purpose, my life didn't have meaning. It was almost like, well, my mom's not here, and the only one that loved me fully isn't here anymore. So what's the point? You know, and I don't know if um my listeners are religious or whether or not you believe in anything, but for me, like I know that I relied a lot on Christ to help me get through my dark moments, and my dark times, and, um, you know, like, I got through it, and I'm here today, and I, I saw the light, and I, I realized that my mother wouldn't have wanted me to have, you know, ended my life, and I'm here, and I'm here to say that, yes, sometimes it's still hard, yes, sometimes I still struggle with those dark thoughts. But then I think about what I love in my life and what I have going for me in my life. And sometimes, although we may not see it, there's always a purpose for for our lives. And I think about that, you know, if I would have ended my life back in 2011, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. You wouldn't be listening to it. I wouldn't have been able to have connected with so many of you. I wouldn't have been able to have made lasting friendships with people that I would have never thought I'd be friends with. Um, you know, I wouldn't have been going to school, getting my business administration certificate degree, whatever you want to call it. I wouldn't have started a YouTube channel. I wouldn't have been able to, you know, see my band as, like, favorite band as many times as I have. and. And, and that's what I'm just trying to say. Just try to look at the bright side of life. Try to find your way out of the dark if any of you are feeling this way today. There is a purpose for you. And I know that sounds cliche because that's the thing that everyone seems to say. But take it from me as an example that there there is a purpose and there is a greater reason and there is uh, hope that it gets better. You know, I know people always say, "Don't worry, it gets better." But but it does. It really really does you guys, and I just want to um to reiterate that and to say that even though I may be a perfect stranger and even though you you may not even know what I look like and you just know the sound of my voice, uh know that I'm here for you and that everyone is here for you. Not I Don't want to speak for everyone and say that everyone is here because I get it. There's some people out there that are mean people, mean-spirited people. But there are people out there that care. Um, And yesterday was hard, finding out the news about Ashley. Um, It always is when you find out news about, um, you know, someone that you grew up watching someone that entertained you, someone that you may have looked up to. Um, And it's especially hard when you may not have people in your life that understand why you're sad. Um, And that's why I'm so grateful for the wrestling community online, be that Twitter or Instagram or YouTube or Facebook, um, because yesterday, that's where I found comfort. Yesterday, when I found out this news, I was devastated, and in a little bit I'm going to share some of my memories of Ashley Massaro, uh, some of the things that that I hold dear to my heart, Uh, but you know, it, it was hard because you know, you look at this person who was 39 years old, who, you know, was about to get back into the wrestling industry, and then their life is cut short, and you are almost at a disbelief. You're, you're speechless. Um, but it, it was it felt really good to go on Twitter and to, you know see so much kind things said about Ashley. From what I can gather, she was the sweetest person she loved her fans and she never forgot about her fans. Um, in fact, her very last tweet was sent out just two days ago and it was a picture of a stack of fan mail and it said, just sent out a bunch of fan mail. You should be getting them soon. Um, love you, little punks. And that was her last, her last tweet. And again, that was just two days ago. Um, and it just goes to show you that sometimes the fans aren't even enough, you know, and I know that sounds terrible, but it's the reality of what we're faced with today, Um, but it's just really sweet to see that she, like I said, never forgot about us, never forgot about the WWE universe, if you will, and to me that speaks volumes about her character, about who she was as a person, about how much um, she loved the business, um, you know, WWE typically tends to ignore the divas of the past, and I'm using the word diva, I know I, I, typically don't like that word, but this is the era Ashley was from, and it, sometimes it seems that WWE, uh, pays no mind to them, um, but I really do hope that this isn't the case with Ashley, I hope. That at the very least, uh, we get a 10-bell salute on Sunday at Money in the Bank. um, Because I feel like they they should do that. Um, But, I mean, if we don't, we got it here. I had to do it. And I felt good doing it. So, I hope you guys appreciate that. Um, You know, because I won't lie. Uh, the Divas era of the WWE was probably one of my least favorite eras growing up, and in the time that I had watched it. Um, but with that being said, Ashley Massaro was kind of the person who changed that for me, at least. Uh, because when she competed in two thousand five, and you know, won Diva Search, I remember the whole competition. That's who I wanted to win. I didn't care about anyone else. I was like, that's it, that's my pick right there. And it was simply based off of looks. And I know that sounds kind of funny, and and it might sound a little bit, you know, ignorant, um, especially now in the era that we live in, and now, you know, it's based off more of your wrestling skill as opposed to your looks. But for me, Ashley stuck out to me because she was different. She was so different from anything we had seen in a while, you know? so different from your Stacey Keeblers and your Tori Wilsons and your Candice Michelles and your Don Marie's. You know, Ashley was not your cookie-cutter diva. She was a punk rocker, you know? She wore all black. She wore a backwards baseball cap. She, she had, like, the fingerless gloves, blonde hair with black highlights. It was just, she was different. And for me, that was, for me personally, that was something special because it was, like, I can resonate with that. I can relate to that because that's my style. Because back then it was like all about you know Avril Lavigne and stuff like that for me. So um, you know th- that was cool. And that's who I wanted to win. And when she won, I was ecstatic. I was thrilled. I was like, "Yay! They made the right choice." Um, and you know her her tenure in WWE wasn't that long. She was in WWE from two thousand five to 2008, Uh, she asked for her release when she uh, had to take care of her daughter who was sick at the time. Um, So she spent about three years within the company. Um, One of her more notable memories is her feud with uh, Vince's Devils and back then that was uh, Candace Michelle and Tori Wilson and then her and Trish Stratus joined forces. At one point, to take them down, they had a tag match, and uh, it was a bra and panties tag match, which is crazy, because that just shows you what a long way we have come within the women's evolution. Um, It was a bra and panties tag team match, Trish and Ashley ended up winning, Um, so there was that feud, and then she continued her feud with Mickie James, because at one point, Mickie James Kidnapped Ashley Misaro to lure Trish Stratus in a trap and ambush her because at the time that's when, Ash, um, not Ashley, excuse me, Trish Stratus and Mickey James were feuding, and when Mickey James had that whole, you know, psycho character going on and being obsessed with Trish Stratus, um, Ashley was in the title picture. For a brief moment, she was supposed to feud with uh, Mickey James. She had a title opportunity on a Monday Night Raw at one point, and I remember watching that match, and I wanted Ashley to win so badly, so badly I wanted her to win, but that wasn't the case, unfortunately. Um, but after that, she was never really um, brought back into the title picture. She ended up becoming a valet for Brian Kendrick and Paul London. Um, I love the three of them together cohesively. I think they worked perfectly, uh, and it added something to the Brian Kendrick and Paul London dynamic. So that was really special. She did commentary for a while on SmackDown um, after she injured her knee. I believe that was in 2006. Um, She was in a battle royal. Obviously, she fell on her knee wrong, and she ended up having to get a still plate put in her knee, Um, and then, like I said, she just spent the majority of the rest of her career uh, as a valet and as a commentator. Um, But even though, you know, her contributions were small, they are unforgettable ones. Like I said, at least for me, um, she stood out amongst everybody else that was in the company at the time because she had a different look, and again, she was so unapologetically herself Um, you know, it was like, what you see is what you get, and this is it, and if you don't like it, then, oh well. like, she was the kind of girl that would be like, screw you, like, you know, this is me, and to me, that was important at the time, because again, there wasn't that much diversity in the WWE at the time, you know, it was the same old girly girl stuff, so when you saw someone like Ashley, it was almost like telling other girls, hey, you look different, But guess what, you have a place within this company too, and you can make it. And I think she was one of the first women to do that. Um, And I think that's why she's special and I think that's why, not I think, but I know that's why I wanted to do this today because I don't see a lot of other podcasts, you know, doing memoriam shows and I'm not trying to say that I'm better than everyone or whatever. That's not what I'm what I'm getting at, but I just felt like I needed to do this as a fan, as someone who appreciates women's wrestling, and um, it's just a, it's just a sad day, you know. Yesterday was a sad day. Today is a little bit somber. So if any of you are out there and you guys are huge Ashley Massaro fans like myself, I'm extending you a big giant virtual hug. This one is for you guys. This is the time that we need to band together. Uh, Like I said, times like these are never fun. You know, we recently lost Silver King as well last week, and then there were rumors about Ric Flair uh, being in a dire situation. Obviously, those rumors were debunked um, because the surgery that he had yesterday was also planned. It was planned, and then, you know, this news of Ashley Massaro comes to us yesterday. And it, it just kind of is a time to reflect, a time to... Uh, you know, think about um, life and our favorite wrestlers and how we should appreciate them more because every night they go out there and pretty much put their bodies on the line for our entertainment and sometimes they're not received well by, um, you know, a lot of fans, uh, but... You know, um, I think that we should take the time to appreciate what we have before it's gone. You know, don't wait to appreciate someone when it's already too late. Um, and, and yeah, you know, that's that's what I want to remind you guys is that life is too short. Please live it to the fullest. Please love your people. Uh, give them hugs. Call someone. Tell them, hey, have I told you I love you today? okay, no, maybe not, I love you, you know, because sometimes that's all it takes, is a smile, or a hello, or I love you, or hey, how are you, sometimes that's all it takes to help someone get through their bad times, Um, so I just want to remind you guys, again, not to sound like a broken record, but that I am here for you guys, even if I am a perfect stranger, do not... Feel ashamed to reach out. Um, But I'm going to take you guys back to the time when Ashley won Diva Search. So enjoy.
1: Ladies, the polls are officially closed and the fans have spoken. One of your lives are about to change forever. You see, this competition it's just like the WWE you never know what's gonna happen and ultimately it's all about the fans it's time to find out who is the winner of a quarter of a million dollars who is the winner of a WWE contract and who is the winner of the title 2005 Raw Diva Search champion ladies to the Titan truck. Oh, is this gonna be the winner right here? What, the drum roll? what do you think they are? Ashley,
2: Layla, who? right now oh my god thank you so much you guys thank you so much you guys rule you (laughs) guys rule i owe you so big thank you thank you to all of you
1: all right ashley i've got one final question what could possibly be next for you following Christy Hamida has been a phenomenal Aviva Search winner it's been great things from Ashley and her career, her life, really getting started King, right here tonight oh man, what a night this is for that young lady, she will never forget this I don't think I will either I
0: don't think not going to forget wow, what a moment that was huh, honestly when I go back and I listen to it or I watch it uh, this is my second time doing it doing it today alone. I watched it once yesterday and it's hard um, Not to get emotional each time uh, Because I remember that day. I remember the day like it was yesterday as always. It was a Monday Night Raw. I was at home Sitting with my mom probably eating dinner because we always had a habit of eating dinner while while watching Monday Night Raw and I remember um you know, because back then they gave us phone numbers to call and to vote. It was almost like an American Idol. You know, you vote for your favorite person. Um, and I remember just thinking, like, man, I, I hope Ashley wins. I want her to win. She deserves it. And she did. And I was ecstatic. And as you can tell by the audio clip, she was ecstatic. And um, you obviously couldn't see. But if you if you watch it... Uh, WWE posted it recently, and if you just, you know, searching on YouTube, uh, Ashley Massaro wins diva search, you can tell how grateful she was and how much uh, it meant to her. You know, she, she pointed to the sky. Ashley Massaro was an open believer, especially um, in her final years of her life, and I just think that it, it's beautiful to watch, and it's beautiful to see how much she cared about the industry. Again, I don't think that's, something that uh people tend to mention um but like I said you could tell that it was it was obvious um so for that we should appreciate her and and be thankful that she cared about this business just as much as we cared about it because if you didn't care about it you wouldn't be listening to this or you wouldn't be listening to other podcasts or tuning in on a weekly basis or whatever the case may be um, so you know, she was one of us, man, she was a fan, just like all of us, and I think that's why it hurts because we didn't only lose a performer, we lost someone in our community. Um, but I'm going to move along and um, share some some thoughts that that I read on Twitter. Uh, I asked some of my friends if they wanted to share their thoughts on Ashley Masaro, you know uh, feel free to drop them, so I'm gonna read through those, Uh, I'm gonna read through some tweets sent out by fellow WWE wrestlers and other wrestlers alike, um, but before I do that, I want to tell you guys a little bit of my memories and, and what I remember most, and mine's a little bit silly, to be completely honest with you, but I feel like, uh, today is the time to be open and honest and no, no filters and, uh, just to share from my heart. So, in 2006, Ashley Masaro posed for Playboy, um, and at the time I was, I want to say I was 14, and back then I had this mentality of, if you pose for Playboy, you're not classy. Um, and obviously I've grown a lot since then, I see things a lot differently, uh, the way I did before, um, but... Uh, At the same time, uh, my best friend um, at the time uh, was a huge, or he still is a huge, uh, advocator for women's wrestling, like, this was his life, you know what I mean, like, he was the guy who, uh, bought every magazine, who watched every Monday Night Raw, who watched every Smackdown, and it was funny because I remember, uh, I don't know if he still has these tapes, and if you're listening to this, please message me and let me know if you still have them, um, because I would like to know. Um, uh, sorry guys, there's a little bit of noise in, in, in the background here, sorry for, for momentary distractions, uh, but he was the guy that collected everything, and he didn't care like who it was, But if he loved you, and if you had a magazine cover, he had to go buy it. So I remember, (laughs) you know, we're we're 14, 13 years old, and, and he wants this Playboy magazine with Ashley Massaro on the cover. But obviously, he's not legal, I'm not legal, we can't buy these magazines on our own. So he asked my mom, he says, Angie, can you come with me to the store and buy this magazine for me? And she's like, yeah sure no problem like she did it without hesitation and uh, she thought it was a little bit strange but she was like whatever like I'm gonna go buy this Playboy magazine I I don't care if people look at me sideways I'm gonna go do it so I remember you know it was the three of us we walked down to a uh, liquor store um, near my house and we went and we bought the magazine and I remember um, going back to the house and you know my, my my bestie was looking through the magazine uh, just because out of curiosity it wasn't even like he uh, found her attractive or anything it wasn't like that it wasn't it wasn't in like a, a sexual way or anything he just wanted to see his girl and see how the spread came out you know he he was that kind of person um, again i think he still is correct me if i'm wrong bestie message me i, w- I want to know if you remember this story um, if you're listening to this that is But, uh, like I remember me, and this is where the the funny thing comes in, is if you guys don't know, uh, I'll tell you now, I fancy the females. Uh, so I remember being very curious uh, about Ashley's Playboy spread, and I remember, uh, my friend, was like, weren't you just talking crap about how you thought it was unclassy for women to pose in Playboy because I I said, like, hey, let me look at it and he was like, really? Like, you were talking all this mess and you want to look at it and I was like, yeah I do because admittedly I had a a giant crush on Ashley growing up when I was younger because she was cute. She was totally my type so I wanted to look and I looked and I enjoyed it. I know that sounds silly but that is definitely one thing I remember because it's just something that sticks out to me you know walking to the store with my mom and my best friend to get a Playboy magazine and I'm pretty sure the guy that sold my mom the magazine looked at her sideways because obviously it was another female buying a you know Playboy magazine but it, it was just funny and it was good times and it's definitely definitely something that that sticks with me. Uh, Ashley was a huge part of my Uh, middle school experience uh, growing up Um, because you know like when you have friends who watch wrestling because in middle school and even today I don't have that many people in my life that watch professional wrestling that I connect with outside of like maybe two people Um, and I see them on a regular basis which is cool but um, you know aside from that most of my wrestling connections and my friends are found online, so thank you guys for for being awesome. But um, you know, it was very much the same in middle school. I had a we, me and my friend that I make mention of with the, about the Playboy magazine had a mutual friend, uh, and in fact, she's the one that introduced me and my my best friend. Um, but the three of us, you know. That's all we would talk about. We would talk about wrestling 24-7, much like my life today, because, I mean, I guess things don't really change, and old habits die hard, huh? Um, But, you know, like, wrestling was our livelihood. Like, we talked about it. We talked about who we loved, who we didn't like, you know, who we wanted to see feud with who. And I remember back then, uh, my, my, my friend... He would always make like custom made posters. And he would put them on his folder. He would make them for me. He would make them for himself. He would make them for our mutual friends. And it was just really cool. Like I remember one time he had like a giant Ashley poster. That he made on his own. And he gave me one. It was like a mini one. And I would carry it around on my folder. Like this is my childhood. You know she was a huge chunk of my childhood. And and, you know uh, growing up in middle school and figuring out my sexuality and coming out to my friends like she was one of the first ones that I was like yeah I think you cute like she wasn't the first girl that I thought was cute because honestly that was uh Cara Celsius of so weird I don't know if you guys know who that is but that was my first girl crush but Ashley ranks in like number four girl crush but this is when I was when I was growing up and when I was getting older and when I was trying to understand things more and um, for that, I'm thankful for Like, thank you, Ashley, for making me realize how gay I really am, like truthfully. Like, I know that sounds silly, but it's the truth. Um, and, and I'm so thankful for that. And I'm so thankful for, for her being a pivotal part of my bond that I had with my friends in middle school. And it, it's just really special and I'll never forget it. And, and you know, even though these things may seem small to some people um you know they're big to me and i know they're big to my friends as well so if any of you are listening to this if you you know if if you're the if you're the friend who helped you know bought the magazine or if you're the friend that you know introduced us to each other you guys know who you are i'm not going to name drop because i don't know if you guys want me to name drop but if you are i love you guys and uh I'll never forget our wrestling moments, ever. Like, they're going to stay with me for as long as I live. And like I said, Ashley was a huge part of that. And for that, I am grateful. Uh, Now, moving on to the world of Twitter and the wrestling world sending out their thoughts about Ashley Massaro. I'm going to start it off with um, Ashley's daughter. And her name is Alexa Massaro. She is 18 years old. On Instagram today, she posted a picture of her and her mom, and on the caption, it says, I wish I could have gotten more recent pictures. I love you, Mommy. I want to wake up in your arms more than anything. I want to give you a big hug. Please come back. This can't be real. Man, uh, just reading that first one, it breaks my heart all over again because, again, as mentioned earlier, I know what it's like to um, lose a mother. and it's honestly the hardest thing anybody can ever go through ever. Um, and I I don't ever want to see anybody go through that. So, you know, if you guys can find alexa on instagram again it's alexa massaro it's no spaces it's all one word go send her some love send her some well-thought wishes because while all of us are mourning because we lost the hero we lost our favorite superstar our favorite diva whatever the case may be someone lost a mother yesterday and um i think alexa can use all the lifting up uh that we could possibly give her so Please go, go ahead and do that. Uh, the next one comes from uh, my buddy Michael Rochette. Uh, he sent me his thoughts on Instagram. Or not Instagram, Facebook. He says, she was my favorite diva because to me she was beautiful, always had a smile on her face. She was a rocker and a badass and always got the crowd to go wild. He goes on to say that at a time when most of his friends liked Tristratus for her looks. He liked Ashley because for him it was far more than just looks and he appreciated her athleticism and her diversity uh, was in the company. Uh, moving forward, um, my friend Chanel, uh, the, her, her uh, Twitter handle is Chanel RW98 and she said, when I was six years old, I used to watch WWE a lot to get me through what was happening to me at to me at home, um, and I used to idolize this amazing, different woman. I would run, I would run around the house with the cap on, up and rock, and rock up and down with the hand rock sign. Um, let's see, sorry, I would be dancing to her theme song. At all times. She goes on to say, A year later, I got the chance to meet her, and I stood there wearing my cap and cried standing next to her. She she knelt down, wiped the tears from my eyes, and gave me the biggest hug. And as she let go, I saw something that helped save my childhood. And see, that's the thing. Like, everybody uh, has their personal favorites. Everybody has their favorite superstar. Everybody has their favorite diva. And while some may be like, oh, why are they your favorite? Or or whatever the case may be. uh, Everybody has a reason. And sometimes our favorites are what help us get through those dark times. That help us find that hope and find that light. And that was definitely... Uh, The case for my friend Chanel. So Chanel, if you're listening to this, uh, I love you, buddy. And I am also sending you a giant hug your way. Um, The next tweet comes from Dana Brooke. She says, My heart is saddened to hear about the passing of Ashley Massaro. So strong, but yet so young. Heaven received an angel. Prayers to Ash's family. Rest in peace. (sighs) Fellow WWE Our former, excuse me, former WWE wrestler and commentator, Taz, took to Twitter and he says, very sad to hear that Ashley Massaro has passed. Extremely nice, extremely nice person and always smiling. Rest in peace. Let's go for more. By the way, guys, if you want to read these yourselves, uh, Wrestling Inc., is the one that posted the article, and you could read these along with many, many others. Um, Velvet Sky took to Twitter. Rest in peace, Ashley Masaro, My heart goes out to her family. Be kind to everyone, because you don't know what someone may be going through. Um, this one comes from uh, Hurricane Helms. He says, Very saddened to hear this. Ash was a funny and sweet soul, and was always nice to me. My thoughts go out to her and her daughter. StarCast even posted a tweet in memory of Ashley Massaro because apparently she was supposed to be working their upcoming event in Vegas. Uh, They said, Everyone at StarCast would like to extend our sincere condolences to the friends, family, fans, and colleagues of Ashley Massaro. We were looking forward to sharing next week with her and are extremely saddened by her passing. We join the wrestling community in honoring her memory. Um, Tori Wilson, former WWE diva and Hall of Famer, took to Twitter. I can't even begin to explain how devastated I am to hear about Ashley Massaro. Legit one of the sweetest people I've ever known. When we fall into a dark place, it can seem like it will never change, but you are there. If you are there, please keep Hope and reach out for help. Um, Maria Canellis took to Twitter: "I have no words. Ashley was my tag partner at WrestleMania, my sometimes road wife. We did countless photo shoots and press days together. It seems like yesterday. Ashley was. It seems like yesterday. Ashley was a major part of my life, and then, and then our worlds changed forever. And now she is gone. I am heartbroken for her." Um uh, then Lisa Marie Varone, aka Victoria, took to Twitter as well and says, My heart is still sad for the loss of my great friend. May she rest in peace. My friend at Taker Luke on Twitter wanted to share his thoughts. He says, I think I would just like to say how gutted I am. To be honest, she was one of my she was one of the most underrated performers. I've seen in a time where being a diva was mostly about image. She brought a whole new dimension to that image and her look inspired so many people. Uh, Former WWE Diva, uh, Melina at RealMelina took to Instagram and she said, I am gutted by the news of Ashley's passing and my brain doesn't want to believe it. How can this be real? It's difficult and awful news to take in. I'm sending my heart and condolences to her loved ones to everyone whose heart she touched I'm trying to proce- process this all so I won't say much at this time. I just wish this didn't happen, and I wish she didn't hurt she was so she was such a wonderful human being. I am so thankful to have known her and worked with her. She has such a sweet soul with the tr- Tremendously lo- loyal, loving heart. Rest in peace, Ash. Your, your Millie Billy loves you. Uh, man, I... And again, all of these can be found on the Wrestling News Inc. site. Um, and I'm sure you could even just, you know, in the Twitter search bar, search up Ashley Massaro, and all of these will come up. There are countless upon countless tweets from yesterday uh, going into today. Um, and those are just a few, and you can just tell, um, the general consensus was that Ashley Massaro was a sweet, loving individual who cared about people and loved the people back who loved her. Um, and it was really hard for me not to cry reading some of those tweets, to be completely honest with you. Maurice also took to Twitter, um, talking about how, that Ashley helped her, navigate through the company especially when she was learning English and she was one of the ones that are always was always there for her and she said that her heart breaks for for her and her family um and again the general consensus is to to please reach out to people please i i mean i cannot stress that enough uh please reach out to to your loved ones um let them know that you love them, I know, so, so very often, as people, you know, we think to ourselves, hey, man, they look happy, they don't look like they need help, you know what I mean, but a lot of times, a lot of people hide a lot of things behind their smiles, um, you know, I've been guilty of doing that, I think, I think we've all been guilty of doing that, uh, you know, one way or the other, um, you know, because we, we tend to put on facades because we don't want to, um, feel like we're being a burden to people, um, and, you know, because we don't want to bother people with our problems because we think to ourselves, well, you know, they're already going through a lot already anyway, you know, um, so why do I want to, you know, burden them with my, my feelings, uh, but please, please don't feel that way, because um, it's not true, it couldn't be further from the truth, uh, like I said, we all deal with things differently, we all have our own personal demons, um, but there are people out there that care, and, um, if any of you, you know, need that help today, or if there ever comes a moment where you do need that help, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, share the number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, um, and that number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255, and uh, you can call them at any given moment, um, and you know someone will be there to listen to you uh to offer you words of advice, whatever the case may be. Again, um I may be a perfect stranger on a wrestling podcast, but you know, if you wanna come talk to me, if you feel comfortable talking to me, uh please do so. Again my Twitter handle is at Great Love Ninety One. And um I'm gonna end this podcast. Uh but again, uh my heart goes out to Ashley Massaro's daughter and the rest of her family, her friends, her colleagues. Um, you know, for me, I won't forget her. I never did forget her. Um, and her memory, I'm sure, will live on in the hearts of many. Ashley Massaro, may you rest in peace. I hope you found that peace. Um, and we love you. And thank you for your contrib- contributions to the WWE um, and the wrestling world. Again, if, if you're a fan, I'm sending you... A hug today because I know that you guys need it. Um, and again, you know, check on your friends, even even the even the strong ones and the ones that uh, you know don't seem to need help. Please check on them um, because you never know what they're going through. And your the people in your lives, uh, love on them. Please be there for them. Uh, don't take them for granted. Don't wait until it's too late. Tell them you love them. Call call someone and be like, hey man, I love you, or hey man, I just want you to know that uh, I'm always here. Because I I understand it. I get it. Life gets busy. Life gets hectic, and sometimes we forget. But it always sucks that when a tragedy like this happens, we kind of wake up and we're like, oh shit, I haven't been paying attention to my family or Oh, shit, I haven't been paying nearly enough attention to my friends. I wonder how my friend is doing today. Stop wondering and pick up a phone and call someone and let them know that you care. Again, guys, if you're feeling some kind of way today or if you ever feel some kind of way, I'm here. I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but I just want you guys to know um, that that it's not all awful. Um, There is hope. And again, like I said earlier, I don't know how many of you are religious, but I am, and I believe that, you know, God created us all with a purpose and that He loves us, and, um, you know, pray to Him, and He hears you. And I know sometimes it may not seem that way because life can, you know, kick you when you're down, but, but trust me, take it from me from someone who's been in a dark place, that there is hope, that there is light at the end of the tunnel, that there is greater purpose. Um, again, I love you guys always and forever, um, even if we are perfect strangers, even if the only thing that connects us is professional wrestling, and I think that's what makes professional wrestling so special, is, is things like this, because as tragic as it may be, it just reminds us that we're all one big community that loves the same thing that cheers for same things and boos certain things and cries over other things and um yeah so my love goes out to the whole wrestling community today and um I love you guys I just want to also before I get out of here remind you guys that Sunday is money in the bank and come Sunday I will be posting a podcast with my predictions, and I'm really excited about it because um, it's going to feature my friend Mason, who I found through another friend of mine, again, through wrestling, Wrestling Changes Lives. Uh, Mason uh, is a visually impaired YouTuber who gives out his predictions and analysis on his YouTube channel, Mason in the Dark. Um, So we will be doing a prediction podcast together um, the morning of Money in the Bank. So if you're into that sort of thing, please keep your eyes peeled for that. Again, uh, the podcast, Squared Circle Addicts, uh, if you're listening to this on Anchor, obviously you know it's available on Anchor, but it's also available on Google, Spotify, and Apple. Um, So be sure to find us there. And, yeah, I hope you guys... um, We'll enjoy Money in the Bank because I think that I'm going to. I'm excited for for the card. It looks promising. So um, enjoy Money in the Bank, guys. And until next time, uh, I'll see you around. Uh, I know the YouTube channel has been a bit quiet lately um, due to the fact that my phone. Honestly has a mind of its own. One day it let let me record a 13 minute video, no problem, and then yesterday I was trying to make a video for Ashley and it wouldn't let me record more than 7 minutes. I tried to delete everything on my phone. I deleted at least 5 apps and still the same issue and even going in today it's giving me an issue. Uh, and now I can't even re-download the apps that I deleted because apparently there's not enough storage, um, which I don't understand because there should be. But that's neither here nor there, um, but I just wanted to let you guys know that's why things have been quiet on the YouTube channel still, and I'm working my way around those technical difficulties. So, um, you know, the podcast is definitely the main platform that I will be using going forward until I figure out, uh... My phone situation, and even after I have my phone situation figured out, um, the podcast will continue. So, uh, you know, if you have been one of my consistent listeners, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. Uh, again, I always reiterate this um, this podcast is, is brand new, it's in, in its very early stages, and I know sometimes I tend to ramble and whatnot. I don't have a fancy setup. Literally, this is just me talking to my phone. Uh, to you guys so thank you for uh, joining along through all the nooks and crannies and you know the technical difficulties and the background noises that I can't cancel out at the moment Uh, I appreciate it because I feel like you guys are part of the growth and that means a lot to me and I thank you and if if you like what you hear and you want to share this I would genuinely appreciate that the more the better uh, like they say, the more the merrier. Um, again, I'm on YouTube. Same name as the podcast on here, Squared Circle Addicts, all one word. So if you want to check out more videos on my thoughts about things like, you know, the, the women's division of the WWE or, you know, fantasy booking or anything like that, please uh, go ahead and give me a subscription there. And if you want to, you know, communicate with me about professional wrestling or other things, Again, as always, you can follow me at GreatLove91 on Twitter. Um, Again, thank you guys for joining me for this very special edition of the Squared Circle Addicts podcast. Once again, Ashley Massaro, we love you. May you rest in peace. And thanks for everything that you did for this wrestling community. And one more time, please, guys, know that you are not alone. Know that people love you. Know that I love you. Know that God loves you. And that there is a reason why you are here today and that we all have a purpose. And that as cheesy as it may sound, it does get better. Alright guys, I love you. Stay happy, stay safe, but most importantly, stay addicted to the squared circle. And we are going to close out the show with Be Yourself by Audio Slave. It was the song for Diva Search 2005. And Ashley Masaro used it uh, for a short period of time as her theme song. In fact, uh, I forgot to mention this earlier, but she was one of the only divas to have pyro in her entrance. So that alone was freaking cool. She was so badass; she needed pyro. So uh, enjoy audio slave, and until next time, guys, take care. See you around.